everyone. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Hannah. Welcome to the Written is Worthy podcast. We are so happy you're here. We're excited to use this platform to reclaim biblical womanhood and remind young women that they are called worthy by Christ. Hey guys, welcome back to the Written as Worthy podcast. Tonight, Hannah and I are sitting together and just catching up with you guys because it's been a while and we thought since we just wrapped up the importance of series, we thought it would be a really cool idea to just sit down and ask each other some fun questions, but also some deep questions too. Um, because we've noticed that we have a few new faces on our social media and we just wanted to come on here and introduce us again. So, yeah. Well, Kate, do you want to open us by just telling us what are you doing now? Like, what is life for Caitlin outside of the podcast? Um, so after months of job searching and, you know, getting settled in after the wedding and things like that, I, I started a new job at a marketing agency that works with companies in the manufacturing and construction industries. So I'm learning a lot of things that are outside of my comfort zone and things I have no idea about, like dump trucks and skid steers and all the things. Um, So it's definitely a really good challenge um, to write stuff for that kind of industry. So um, that's been going on with me. And then um, started volunteering at Ignite Church, and it's been really fun to get to know new people through that and that's such a blessing and Jake my husband has been on the worship team now so it's really fun to see him have fun um, with what he's passionate about and he plays the bass so he's very talented so it's been really fun to see him do that but yeah so Hannah um, tell me what's been what's been new in your life yeah so um, first off I think it's just so cool um, Kate and I get to serve on the welcome team together and our husbands play in the band together. So it's kind of fun to just bond over that and have that in common and be able to serve in the same place. So it's been a lot of fun, um, even if we're not doing it on the same Sundays, to know that we're we're contributing and getting to be a part of welcoming people to that space. But yeah, outside of podcast, I am still in cosmetology. I think when we started the podcast, I was like just started cosmetology and now I'm like nine months in, which is crazy. And I only have about three months left. Um, I actually already have a job um, for after I graduate. I um, actually start it next week. So I think when this podcast is out, I will either be starting it in a few days or have already started it. Um, So I start um, October 4th, next Monday. And I'm just going to be receptioning. Um, They call it salon coordinator. It's just like a glorified term for receptionist, which um, I'm really excited about. It's going to be nice after I get done with a long day of standing and servicing clients at school to get to just sit and talk to people and welcome them as they come into the salon. Um, So I will do that until I graduate. And then I will transition right into being a stylist there. So that's really exciting. I um. I'm really excited for just the opportunities it's going to give me to be able to do what I'm passionate about. So, yeah, that's that's so cool. I'm so excited for you. And like as you were talking, I just thought about, you know, when we started this podcast, we were in like totally different stages of life. I mean, like 
I just came out of a job and I was newly engaged and you were like newly married, yeah, newly married, starting cosmetology, cosmetology and crazy. like, look where we are now. So actually, though, that's wild. It's crazy how you guys not knowing it have literally followed us through seasons changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just been really cool to look back on and see prayers answered and just the faithfulness of God in those seasons when, I mean, the Lord has answered prayers that we didn't even realize that he was answering. So that's been really cool. So as we open up this episode, we want to share with you guys um, one of our favorite pieces of scripture. So Hannah, what is your verse that you want to share with us? Yeah. So I was actually thinking about this. I wrote down like quite a, quite a few, but I was thinking about one that has been kind of relevant in like this season of life. And um, now that we've picked up life groups again and we're kind of walking through with our life groups the importance of discipleship and I've been kind of camping out in Philippians and Philippians chapter two and three just talk about we are to imitate Christ's humility and have no confidence in our own flesh. And I just love how it like lays out that like we are to imitate humility but in that we can't have any confidence in our own ability and it's been really cool to know that like the like the success or the failure as like a leader it's not like I can't hold that to myself like it's all God who is like doing the work and we just get to act in obedience and so I think it's been really just really good to feel like there's not a weight on my shoulders of like I have this burden to care like to carry um, while there is like an urgency to sharing the gospel, I can trust that like if I'm going to be obedient to share it, like God's going to be faithful to do the rest. So I think that's kind of what I've been I've been camping out in and just finding a lot of peace in. So yeah, how about you, Kate? Yeah, actually, my verse kind of goes hand in hand with that. Um, it's in Romans 15, chapter 15, verse 13. That says. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, But yeah, I feel like right now that's like one of my favorite verses. And um, recently I've been reading through John, which has been such a good book, um, especially like to remind myself of Jesus and his life on earth and just the immeasurable love that he had for his disciples like there was one chapter I'm like really blanking on the specific chapter but it was Jesus talking with God about or he was praying to God and um just talking about his disciples like you know once I leave I don't want to forget about these people that have stuck around with me and have believed in me believed the words that I've said and um really truly like changed their life around for me And I was like, wow, like, I just want to have that faith that the disciples had, you know, when they were surrounded by a society of people that just saw Jesus as, like, a crazy man. Like, it was, yeah, like, going back to this verse, like, it was truly, like, the Holy Spirit, like, working through them and, like, being a testimony to other people that were around them. Um, Yeah, that has just really been impactful for me recently, so... That's really good. I feel like John is a really like a really good book because it literally highlights not all the miracles that Jesus did. I don't even think there's I think there's so many that Jesus performed that aren't even recorded that 
like I can't wait to ask him about when we like meet him face to face but it's just such a good book to like read because you it's not just like stories these are accounts and like realizing this isn't just a story of what Jesus did but this is an account it's such a good book to be like wow like do I truly understand the power of who God is and like what he's able to do if you haven't read John really good and like if you're feeling like your faith is weak reading that book is definitely like one of those things that I feel like strengthens your belief in who Jesus was but yeah so for this episode we like Kate was saying we're just gonna be chill we want to just dive into like deeper things but also just share more like surfacey things like I think there's power to both things and we really want you to know who we are the faces behind this podcast because it's one thing to come on and just hear about a topic but I think it's like good to know who we are outside of the podcast too and what is important to us and just some quirky things that (laughs) might be like facts you don't need to know but we're gonna tell you anyway so because I believe that both of (laughs) us are very quirky like yeah oh my gosh we're very similar I wish you guys could hear the outtakes on these podcasts yeah there's quite a few bloopers. Jake, Kate's husband, is just a champ and goes through and edits these shameless plug to Jake because, oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, should we dive into the the questions? Yeah. Do you want to open us? You can ask the, you ask the first one, Kate. So we're going to ask each other questions and then we'll both answer them. Okay. Um, what is a story you enjoy telling? Um, I really enjoy telling my Red Robin story. I, I Have you heard my Red Robin story? I haven't. Okay. So what happened was is my family was on vacation in California and we went to Red Robin and I was using the bathroom. What is Red Robin? Red Robin is uh, – it's a restaurant and okay. a lot of people know because they have unlimited fries. So they will bring you – and if you know me, you know I'm all about potatoes. So this this restaurant's like my jam. Um, and so we were at this Red Robin restaurant and they they're – slogan is red robin yum um and so we were there and i was in the bathroom and you know us midwestern like people we love to say oh like and i'm just gonna scooch on past you those kind of things so i was walking out of the stall to go up and wash my hands and this lady was walking by me and i accidentally hit her with my door like the doors opened going out and usually stall doors open going in and i accidentally hit her and i said oh I'm sorry. And then I said, I'm just going to scooch on past you. And she stopped in her tracks and she looked at me and she goes, oh my goodness, like so surprised. And one of her friends was actually in the stall next to me. And she said her friend's name, which I don't remember her name, but she said, hey, like whatever her name was, I found one. I found one. And I was like, what? And she goes, she goes, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Minnesota. She goes, I found, I found a Midwestern. I found a Midwesterner. She was so excited to find someone, which I just thought was hilarious. So I, I love telling the story about a lady who thought that me being from the Midwest was really cool. But yeah. How about you? What's a story that you love to tell? Well, okay. So my sophomore year of college, I was living in this sketchy apartment with two of my... <laughs> two of my really good friends and um I think it was like one of the first days of class like the first week and I had a 9 a.m class and honestly that's really not that early like but 
at the time I was throwing myself a pity party. Um, so I was getting ready for school and whatever, and I was a little late. I, mean, I think this was like the first day of school for like elementary kids and high school, whatever. And I got in my car and I was driving to campus. It was only like a few blocks away. And my roommate was driving behind me because she also had a 9 a.m. class. And so the normal route that I would take would be I would go down this road and then turn left. But at this left turn, there wasn't like a stop sign or anything um, on both ways. It was like a I don't know. Like a like, T. Yeah, like a T mm-hmm. intersection. And so I'm turning left. And when I'm turning left, there's this bus that's like stopped on the side of the road, like picking up kids. And it looks like they're done picking up the kids. <laughs> and so I didn't see it because, you know, buses have those like stop signs that like fold out um, when they're stopped. And I didn't see the stop sign that was out because it was on the other side of the bus. And so I'm turning left and all of a sudden like the driver like just nails on the horn and just stares me down. She looks so mad and I'm like slowing down a little bit like and I'm looking at her like what's wrong? Like are you okay? Like whatever. And I just keep driving and then all all of a sudden I'm, I'm like oh my gosh I was illegal. Like I shouldn't have I shouldn't have turned in front of a bus. And so I parked my car when I got to campus and I called my mom right away and I was late for class and I was like, Mom, I think I just I think I just broke the law. <laughs> and so after that I was like, Okay, well, it's gonna be fine. Like they probably didn't get my license plate and my roommate at the time who was driving behind me, she was like, Yeah, I think she was writing down your license plate number. And so after that, I didn't hear anything about it. Like months go by. And then that winter break, I'm at home and it's the morning of Christmas Eve. And and I'm woken up by my mom, like nudging me. And she's like, Caitlin, just so you know, the Moorhead Police Department called this morning wanting to talk to you about something and I'm like oh my gosh like my heart just like dropped (laughs) and so I like recollect myself and whatever and I go into another room and I call them back and this police officer is like are you Caitlin and I'm like yes and she's like you know that you what you did was not okay and I'm like I'm sorry (laughs) and this is like Christmas Eve like I said and my birthday is like three days after and so she was like I see that from my records, I see that your birthday is in a few days. And just so you know, like this would be like a $300 fine, but I'm going to give you a warning. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, praise the Lord. This is a Christmas miracle. (laughs) So, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Kate. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yep. That is so funny. Wow. It's kind of embarrassing, but now all of you know. So, (laughs) that is insane. Oh, okay. What is one family tradition that you hope to carry on to your future family? That's a good one. I, like I said in our last episode, like my mom, she's always been super musical. She was a music teacher and I grew up being surrounded by that. And every Christmas we would try to gather around the the piano. I feel like I'm describing something in like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. But I think that's on a music, like the yeah. Von Trapp family. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's something that I really want to take with me as I start having a family and, um, and Jake is very musical too. And so he'll play the piano and I'll sing and yeah, it'll be good. How about you, Hannah? Mm, Family tradition. I didn't really think about this when I asked it. (laughs) Um, I really love our family tradition of like just playing games. Like my family is a huge like board game and like all kinds of game family. And growing up, my mom and dad, um, we would have game nights on Friday nights. And it was, I feel like it was kind of a way for my parents to keep us out of trouble. As much trouble as it did keep us out of. (laughs) I know my mom listens to this. So I'm like, sorry, mom. It kept us out of some trouble, but we still caused trouble. And you know that. Um, But I loved that we played games. And it's literally something that every time I go home now, I want to play as many games as possible. And Seth isn't so much of a game person. He is much more of like, I can play a couple games and then I need to be done. And at first I was like, no, I want you to play all the games. But I realized it's a lot of compromise and I appreciate the fact that someone who didn't play games growing up is willing to do it. And like my family can get competitive and stuff. And I much more kind of like to stir up strife when I'm playing (laughs) and I much more play for the sake of having fun than to win. But it's just a plus when I win and I'm not expecting it ever. So yeah. So I hope to just like carry on that tradition of playing games and like creating memories around the table that will like forge just like a relationship of trust with my future kids but yeah that's so good I can totally picture you guys doing that (laughs) (laughs) I just love games like it's so fun to just like see a competitive side of people come out that are normally very like collective and and not competitive because I'm like oh like I see you. They're kind of <laughs> spicy, like, <laughs> and stuff like that. But, yeah, so I definitely just love – I just – it just is fun to create those kinds of memories. Yeah. Okay, so the next question I'm choosing is, what was your first date with your husband? Oh, okay. So I actually don't think I knew it was a date at the time. Um, we went to Moe's, which is, like, a Southwest grill so technically it's like a Mexican place. It's like Kidoba or Chipotle um, and stuff. And so he was actually planning to go with some other people. And then we were just chatting and he said that everyone kind of bailed on him. And I was like, oh, well, I've never been there before. And to this day, I'm kind of like, I don't think it was our first date, but I, I think it actually was. And I always joke with him because we bought our own food and then I bought the queso that we shared. So I'm always like, oh, I paid for our first date. And <laughs> so I always yank his chain with that. But um, it was actually really fun. We we were at Moe's for about three hours and literally like we sat down after we got our food and he looked at me. He's like, tell me like, tell me your testimony. Like he just like wanted to know like right off the bat. And I was like, oh, like this is like pretty intense, like right away. And granted, I'm like, I don't know if I looking back, I don't know if I would have gone that intense so fast, but it was like such a sweet time. And I think I like, I felt like I, I trusted him more than I had trusted another person of the opposite sex so fast. And so I think that was like, it was really sweet. And like, well, our relationship was rocky after that, before we got married, I am like, wow, like looking back, that was a pretty quality first date. Yeah. How about you, Kate? Oh, I just love how simple that is. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he after we got done, he's like, we should do this again sometime. And I'm like, Aww. wait, yeah, we should. But I don't know if this is like just friendship or dating. And I definitely hoped it was a date. And like now that we've put terms to it and stuff, I think it was really it was a really sweet. It was cool that I like actually didn't know because it took the pressure off of like, yeah, this isn't a this is a date. Like it just felt very casual, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's kind of person I am. I'm very like go with the flow. Oh, definitely. And so it definitely it was really cool to yeah have that be the atmosphere and stuff. But how about you? Okay, well our story is kind of crazy. Um, so we met in quarantine, and he messaged me on Facebook and asked me if if COVID doesn't take you out, can I? And so that's how we started talking. The best. And okay, disclaimer, that's something I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Like I if I got a message like that from a guy that I didn't know, I most likely wouldn't not respond or I would <laughs> block them. Um cuz you never know with social media these days. It's just kind of it's kind of all over the board. Anyways, um so that's how we started talking and then we went on a few first dates, but I feel like our first like real date um, in person mind you I hadn't met him before in person so I didn't know exactly what he looked like even though I did see him on the screen a few times um, but he so I was at my parents house during quarantine and so he drove down to meet me in a parking lot which is kind of sketchy when I <laughs> say that but <laughs> there really was nothing happening in our town and so I told him to meet me there and I had this really fun cute idea of bringing like a tape measure because you know that was like the first few stages of like six feet apart it was serious masks. then too yeah and it was like confusing too because you just didn't know like how to navigate yeah how to even live mm-hmm. <laughs> with that um but I had this cute idea of bringing a tape measure and so when I got out of the car to say hi to him I was gonna put out six feet and be like six feet away (laughs) and my mom like and me too I was kind of like I don't know if I should go on a date when there's a pandemic happening like so we were very careful it was definitely a social distance date but there was moments where it wasn't and we were outside the whole time and we went on a bike trail and it was super fun and we got out super fun for like kind of doing nothing um but we got out lawn chairs and we just sat and watched the sunset and it was really nice and then we went out (laughs) okay now that I'm like describing this it just sounds like such a skit like a bad situation you would get (laughs) yourself into if you got kidnapped or something but it was such a like COVID was like you didn't know how it was yeah so actually what you're saying isn't that crazy yeah but there's another part to it so he suggested when it was getting darker he was like we should go stargazing I'm like oh I've never like actually done that like you know I've looked up at the sky but like (laughs) not like lay down and like watch the stars and so he found a pin there's like a way you can like find the darkest place in your area um to watch to gaze at the stars and that pin was like 10 miles out of town and that's why I'm saying that like it kind of sounds sketchy like so we drove 10 miles out of town to lay on a gravel road 
and it was really cold and we were just talking about life and it just felt so natural like what you were saying like it didn't really feel like a date it just felt like I like I was supposed to be there like I had known him for a much longer time than I did so yeah kind of a whirlwind of how that began but definitely a story that I'm very thankful to the Lord for and like it's a story that I'm that we're gonna tell our kids someday and they're gonna be like I can't even imagine that like yeah (laughs) there's a pandemic like how was that for you like I don't know so yeah what are your top love languages Kate um I think my top ones are words acts of service now that I'm married (laughs) (laughs) and I say that because you know I even though I love to do like laundry and clean up and everything like that like it is really such a blessing when Jake like notices certain things about like you know if, if, if things are out of place or if he makes a bed or things like that so it's really close to my heart right now in this season um and then gifts are my third one my top three are those so yeah how about you Hannah I love that um I would say my top one is probably um words of affirmation just like you um I don't know I just like think there's something so special about the fact that like words can be used to build people up and um I think a lot of times I forget that other people have other love languages so I always try to give like the way that I want to be gifted and so um I'm trying to like be better about learning what other people's are and and loving them in that kind of way um but yeah words of affirmation would probably be my top one and then probably physical touch um and quality time are like my other two big ones and stuff like that and I guess like a lot of that stems from like my family growing up we there was like a point in time when like we didn't have a lot and we actually like went through a situation where we had mold in our house and we were actually out of our house for 18 months and like living in our camper in people's driveways from church and actually had a family that invited us to stay with them for eight months like over the winter and so I think like growing up I just like that quality time and like I think that also stems from like family game nights like like that was such a gift to me like in that kind of way that it just like meant a lot and I think is kind of carried over like I love group settings but one-on-one is so special to me um just like getting to know one another and then I didn't realize it was going to be physical touch but then I got married and I'm like oh like all the cuddles and snuggles and and hugs and it's it's kind of funny being married to someone who's like top gift is acts of service because I'll be like let's cuddle up on the couch watch a movie and set this like I can't do that until like the laundry is done and the dishes because all I'm going to be thinking about is the laundry and the dishes that are not done and I just think it's so funny how like that works out because you're like no you should just like care about being with me and then you realize like wow I'm really kind of being selfish and like that I want my needs met and stuff like that so I've definitely learned like in marriage like learning each other's love languages and doing your best to to like love that person in that way is actually so meaningful but so good yeah yeah even like the quality time thing like with you know, like you said, family and your spouse, um, but then also friends too. Like it is such a gift, like, um, cause I know for me, like <laughs> I totally forgot, like quality time is high up there for me too. But 
you know, when a friend reaches out to me over text or something, like without even like any prompt asking me how I am or like wanting to set up a time to to see each other, like that just truly means the world to me. And so like just like the little things with quality time and like initiating that, that's like, yeah, it's huge. So, so our last question is what advice would you give to a new Christian? Mm. Man, so many things. I feel like I would share with them that it doesn't happen overnight, that like when you give your life to Christ and he saves you, there's not like this instant maturity that happens. It's like it's over time and it it takes time to mature like in any I think about like any skill. Like if you want to develop a skill, it takes time. If you want to get to know someone, it takes time. And like a relationship with Christ is just like a relationship with any other person. And in order to grow in your relationship with Christ and your like dependence on him, it takes time. And like you have to be willing to dedicate the time to spend time in the word, spend time in prayer. Um, I love like this quote, like if dependence is the goal, weakness is the advantage. So if our goal is to depend on Christ, like weakness is the advantage. And so I think being weak in your, in your ability is such a good spot to just put your full weight on Christ. And at the beginning of your walk with the Lord, there's like the most growth because you're literally like changing your life. Like I think about the verse or not the verse, but the passage that says like you have died to your sin and like you're alive with Christ. And so I think a lot of it is just like learning that like you have to change your playmates in your playground. Like you have to change where you go for fun and like what you do. Like there's so many things that, well, Christianity isn't a list of do's and don'ts. Like it's not about do, like it's about done. Like Jesus accomplished on the cross what already need to be done. There is a sense of like I need to go different places for my gratification like what I'm choosing to do, what I'm choosing to fill my mind with, and what I'm looking at for truth. Like your whole sense of truth changes. And so it's like a paradigm shift of like this was like what I was working towards. Like I was working towards my like building up my own life and making myself like the center. And now I'm like putting that aside. So I'll just say like recap, like it doesn't happen overnight. And it's okay if you don't know where to start because, like, that's where every believer begins. And, like, you're not going to be mature overnight and it takes time. Like, I think about us, like, we're not even going to believe where we're going to be in 10 years. You know, like, there's so much that, like, if you feel like you've arrived, like, you haven't. Like, you're never going to. And I think there's this false narrative of, like, oh, that person has got it figured out. But, like, we walk through seasons of disobedience and seasons of weakness And I think, like, when we have that self-righteousness, it, like, takes away our dependence on Christ. And so I think just, like, realizing, like, if dependence is the goal, like, weakness is the advantage. So, yeah. How about you, Kate? Yeah. Well, just kind of piggybacking off of what you were saying, like, um, if we're in seasons of weakness, um, I feel like one piece of advice I would give to a new Christian is, like, just to be consistent and even like not even a new Christian, just any Christian. Cause that's something that I personally am going through right now, like trying to 
you know, figure out a good routine of like being in the word every day. And honestly, like I've been slacking on it the last few weeks, just, you know, getting more into my job and coming home and like really tired and like waking up and just not feeling like I am in the right like state um, to spend that time with God. And like, I know that isn't an excuse because like I really could make it a priority and I want to, but yeah, just like being consistent with the Lord and like also with that, um, because I know for me, rededicating my life to Christ, it was really influential for me to have a discipler or someone that would pour into me and just like check in on me, um, show me how I can grow my faith even more, like showing me different Bible studies I can go through in the Bible app or things like that. And so just finding someone that you can trust, um, but also someone that you look up to, just knowing just to be encouraged that you're not alone. Um, Because even for Christians that have trusted the Lord with most of their life, like we still, you know, we still do struggle with finding that consistency and finding community at times. And um, yeah, so I feel like that's what I would say to a new Christian. But yeah. Yeah. There are so many things like I wish that I would have been told as a new believer. And I think that's the cool thing about growing in your walk with the Lord. You get to look back and be like, wow, this is what I would have loved to have heard or been told like when I was a new believer and we can love people well by like coming alongside people as they choose to like follow Christ for a lifetime. Yeah, it's really good. Well, do you have any other thoughts, any final thoughts that you want to share? Um, No, but I, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us, even though this episode really hasn't been super structured um (laughs) we I don't know I feel like we just both Hannah and I needed something like this to just kind of have a fresh start going into the next few episodes that we're planning for you guys and yeah we're really excited for this next season of the written as worthy podcast and I am just so thankful for all of you guys because if it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't still be doing this after months. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's really cool to just hear. And you have no idea how encouraging it is when we're meeting up with you or we're, we see you and you tell us like, hey, I, I tuned in. Like that's actually so encouraging to us and like all the instant messages that we get about like, wow, like this stuck out to me. Like that's so cool to us because like we are like sinners like in need of a savior just like everyone else and it's just been cool to be able to have a platform to share and like be relatable to people because I think that's the biggest thing is like social media and can feel like a highlight reel and we just want to be super I know authentic is kind of like a buzzword but we want to be like authentic and be willing to share things that are hard and things that we're struggling with and things that have like caused us to walk away from God at times in our life and things that can help you as you navigate what it means to follow Jesus for a lifetime and because it it's hard it's like a lot of stuff that's unglamorous and can feel hard and we want to let you know that whatever you're walking through whatever you're battling with like you're not alone and there's so many other people who 
are walking through the same thing you're walking through and yeah and God wants to use like whatever you're walking through for his glory and your good so yeah well thank you guys so much for tuning in this week we are so excited for the episodes that we're planning we can't wait to share with you what God has just laid on our hearts but for now that's all thanks guys see you next time bye